0: Good evening, I'm Albie Rider. It's 11.35.06 and we are wide awake. We're live tonight. Maybe it's the coffee. Maybe it's the Super Bowl. Maybe it's a realization that Antonio Brown is finally a a, uh, a Super Bowl champion. Welcome to the Final Word. This is a show that invites you into the conversation. You can get your opinion on TV right here every Sunday night, including the next 25 minutes. Let's get started by introducing you to... The three panelists for tonight from our partner, DK Pittsburgh Sports.com. Hello, Dan Kovachevich. Hi,
1: Albie. And it's the coffee. Let's be straight about that. (laughs) It's definitely the coffee. Almost always the coffee.
0: Yeah, it doesn't hurt. No doubt about that. All right, Steelers
2: radio host from the Trib, Tim Benz. Hi, Tim. Hello, Albie. You know, two really weird things happened during the Super Bowl tonight. Uh, One of them was that streaker that ran on the field. The other weird thing that happened was, the refs actually flagged him for running on the field, and they blamed the Chiefs for too many men. How did that happen? I've never seen that before.
0: <laughs> also from DK, DKPittsburghSports.com, Dale Lolly, also wide awake with us.
3: You know, that Super Bowl didn't go like anybody expected, and neither will this show. Don't go anywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what happens. All right, some of the topics we're talking about tonight. Five words. We're looking for five on your favorite moment. From Super Bowl 55, game or non-game related, Alan Faneca and Bill Nunn get in. Who should be next for the Hall of Fame for the Steelers? What can the Steelers learn from Tampa Bay in assembling their team for next year's Super Bowl run? They hope. And what's your favorite Super Bowl of all time? You'll have your chance to explain why. But first, the night's big topic: Is there any argument from any corner? about whether Tom Brady is the best NFL quarterback of all time. Dan, you're first.
1: Uh, no, Albie, over to you. I mean, <laughs> there just isn't. There can't be. In fact, I'll take it further. Uh, Tom Brady has to be considered, in, in my view, the greatest football player of all time. When you start getting into those comparisons, you want to get back into eras and Jim Brown and so forth. That's tough. But at the same time, nobody – has achieved what he has in the National Football League. We're talking 10 appearances, seven, seven championships, five MVPs, five Super Bowl MVPs. Uh, these things are beyond uh, any comprehension. That he's, bro- he's broken records at, at, a, at a rate that Wayne Gretzky did back in hockey in the 80s. And, and even then, he's exceeded that. Yeah, yeah. I'll,
2: take it, I'll, I'll take it one step further then, uh, Albie. If Zayon wants to go that far, okay. let's, let's go beyond just football and give it to North American team sports at this point Uh, why not seriously because like you said you just drew the analogy to Wayne Gretzky and I I tend to agree and then beyond that we're talking about Babe Ruth and he just got his uh, seventh and Michael Jordan had six so I think Mm -hmm. that's in the conversation
1: yeah it's it's staggering at this point but on top of that Tim he goes to a new team and, and Which Jordan, Jordan couldn't do. Would, and right, right. Well, he did go. He went to a new sport right. and a new one team. One name for you guys. Go
3: ahead. Either one of you ever hear Bill Russell? Go ahead. He won a heck of a lot more champion. He won 10 championships, I believe, in the NBA. Uh, Might may, may have been more than that. Also won a couple of NCAA championships. Uh, was still winning championships when he was 35, playing perhaps a much more demanding sport in terms of being a big guy running up and down the floor. So. Uh, yeah, Brady's great, and, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. But let's tap the brakes a little bit before we call <laughs> him the, the greatest player in North American sports history. There's yeah. some other guys out there. Certainly,
0: though, and anybody jump in, certainly in the last 50 years, you'd have to think that, that Tom
1: Brady is at or uh, at the top of the list. What about f- just from a football standpoint, Dale? Just from a football standpoint.
3: I mean, if you're, what's your measurement? Because Lawrence Taylor, to me, was the most dominant player that I've ever seen play hmm. Any position uh, on a football field. I mean, he was a guy that could completely wreck a game all by himself. Yeah, so, but he's not you know. a
2: quarterback. The quarterback's yeah. the most demanding and, and I get and that. Most and that's why you know, quarterbacks are measured
3: differently. All right.
0: Uh, a reminder keep those comments coming. You can find us on Twitter at WPXI Final Word, on Facebook at The Final Word. Now it's time for five words. Give us five words on your favorite moment from Super Bowl 55. Greg on Facebook says watching Tampa Bay defense. Dominate, all right. Also uh, from Twitter, Streaker more yards than KC, and from Twitter, when it was finally over. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now Day and Tim and Dale, five words. Your
1: favorite moment from the game tonight? Uh, I'll say when Brady uh, Brady falling on the football. There, there's my five words. I I couldn't help it. I'm sorry, but uh, you know the ball gets snapped over his head. He goes back there. He retreats, and he doesn't tiptoe around it. He doesn't overrun it. He just falls on it. I I know that's not what anybody wants to hear tonight, but I'm sorry you asked. All right, Tim, five words. Le'Veon Bell did not score,
2: which is – he didn't even play. No, he didn't play. (laughs) But, you know, if I had to see Antonio Brown score and if I had to see Tom Brady win another championship and if I had to see Arians continue to come out of retirement and hoist the Super Bowl trophy, at least I didn't have to see Bell score on top of it. All right, Dale, five words. I agree with the one poster.
3: When it was finally over, but it was for a different reason for me because now we can get into the offseason, and, boy, this offseason is going to be a lot of fun, especially for those of us that cover the Steelers. There's a lot of intrigue.
0: All right, still to come, Alan Fanica and Bill Nunn get in. Who should be next to the Hall of Fame for the Steelers? Brian on Facebook says, is there anyone left from the 70s dynasty that isn't in other than that Roethlisberger? Back with more of The Final Word right after this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Welcome back. We just put a fresh brew on, so we're wide awake. We might go all night. I'm Albie Oxenrider tonight with Dan Kovacevic, Tim Benz, Dale Lawley. To our next topic, and it's the Hall of Fame. Alan Fanica and Bill Nunn get in. Who should be next to the Hall of Fame for the Steelers, Dale?
3: Well, it's it's two different questions here. Who should be next or who will be next? Because who will be next will be Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people in Pittsburgh think that Heinz Ward should be the next guy. He's not going to make it. You just see that the receivers that are stacking up on that list every year have more catches, more yards, more touchdowns than Heinz Ward. And no blocking is not something that's measured by the NFL or by the, uh, the Hall of Fame committee. So it'll be Ben Roethlisberger, whether that's six years from now, seven years from now. That will be, that's, that's what we'll have to wait and see.
0: All right, let's go to Twitter lc greenwood well that's a name that's always mentioned from the super bowl teams of the 70s uh tim what's your take on this one
2: yeah that would be great but i think enough time has lapsed uh between when lc was first put out there and now to have him go in uh, at least even for a while in the veterans side of the ticket. Um, And I would love to see Hines Ward go in, but I don't think that's gonna happen either. And based on what Twitter was telling me, uh, the next Hall of Famer was going to be Robert Spillane after his first two games. But I suppose that's probably not (laughs) going to happen. Uh, I'm with Dale. I think you're gonna have to wait to see Roethlisberger. All right, Dan.
1: You know, nobody's mentioned James Harrison yet. And and I understand that James Harrison comes with all kinds of different discussion points, but at the same time, if you look at the body of, of work over the course of his career, not all of it's going to be counting stats, but he did things that other humans on the football field couldn't do. He played till really late in his uh, late in his career, played effectively, and had the greatest play in Super Bowl history. And if it wasn't, then it was the one that Ben threw to San Antonio Holmes. Uh, I think James Harrison should at least be in the discussion, but. Bringing more Steelers in, like Dale suggested, is going to be rough because you have five of them, five of them going in at the same time, at least in the same ceremony, later this year, and there's going to be a whole new round of Steelers fatigue. All right. The Bucks
0: added some incredible uh, talent with Brady, Gronkowski, Fournette. Uh, so, Tim, what can the Steelers learn from what Tampa Bay did as they assemble what they hope will be a Super Bowl team uh, next year?
2: Well, you remember that guy at number 50 used to play for the Steelers, Ryan Shazier. And you remember that guy, Devin Bush, that they drafted to replace Ryan Shazier. I think. One thing they could learn from watching Tampa tonight is the mentality of it's just not one guy, even if the scheme is different, it's not just one guy as an inside linebacker because it's basically what Levante David and Devin White are. They're two inside linebackers. You need two really good players in that position, not just one that can run around and do a lot of things athletically and then a run thumper and Vince Williams. Vince Williams is a really good player but that depth at the linebacking position to take away the middle third of the field as effectively as Tampa did, that pairing is something else. Uh, It's got to be more than just Devin Bush when Devin Bush does come back and hopefully healthy.
0: All right, back to Twitter, and I'm quoting, the Steelers can learn nothing because they ain't winning a Super Bowl anytime soon.
1: There, Dayen. Well, I would say that the Steelers could go out and collect a bunch of old guys to follow you know, the legend, legendary quarterback to town and hope everything goes well. But if it, I'm going to get specific here. I think Ben Roethlisberger can learn something from watching Brady. I really do. Brady has this obsessive uh, conditioning, work, you know, work ethic, nutrition, stuff that he doesn't just do a month before camp starts. He does it all year round. Uh, You know, Brady's 43 years old out there, falling on that football, taking snaps behind center. He's doing sneaks. Uh, I I think if you're going to have a 39-year-old quarterback like the Steelers will, that's fine. But, you know, you don't have to make concessions to it.
3: Dale? Uh, Did you see Leonard Fournette running around out there? Did you see Ronald Mm. Jones running around out there? The Steelers have nothing that compares to either one Mm -hmm. of those guys. And boy, would that look nice uh, to, for your for your 39-year-old quarterback to Dayan's point <laughs> to hand off to be able to hand the ball off to those guys on occasion. The Steelers don't have that. They haven't had that for the last three years since getting rid of the aforementioned Le'Veon Bell, and they need that. They need to get a more dynamic running back. Here,
2: here's one more, Albie. Have your top five pass rush show up in the postseason. Oh. How about that? All right. Here's your chance
0: now to go down memory lane, Dan, What's your favorite Super Bowl? of all time, and why?
1: Oh, Albie, that's hard, man. Uh, Favorite (laughs) Super Bowl of all time, and it's gotta be something that Pittsburgh was involved in. I was really, really young when the Steelers won their first Super Bowl, but I remember the reactions of everybody around me, and just they couldn't believe it, the Steelers of all teams, you know? We don't think about them this way now, but they used to be really, really bad for like decades on end, so I'll just go with that one. All right. Elaine Castriota on
0: Facebook. All she puts is X, as in Super Bowl X. Yeah, that was a great one. One of many great ones. Dale, uh, your great memory.
3: I guess for me it would be Super Bowl XXX because that's the first one that I covered uh, in Phoenix uh, with the Steelers against the Cowboys. The Steelers lost the game, but uh, you know, for for a young reporter like myself, uh, that was a that was a nice moment. You know, uh, even though the Steelers did not win the football game. It was a nice learning experience for me. All
2: right. Tim? Steelers, Cardinals, Tampa Bay, Albie, if Santonio Holmes does not catch that football, these hands were the next set of human hands in the end zone that would have dropped that football. I was right there, and if San Antonio doesn't haul it in, I would have dropped the football on national television for everybody to see. Hey, what am yeah, I going to say? Have it's broken a great your nose. point. I was right behind San Antonio for one of the most famous. <laughs> moments were you really, Tim? You were like down there. Yeah, oh,
3: it's right? documented. It's, yeah.
2: my, it's my screensaver. It's my Facebook page. I got it
0: everywhere. It's awesome. How much time do we have here, Dean? How much? A minute and a half. Let me tell you my favorite Super Bowl memory. And I normally don't jump in, but we have a minute and a half, so why don't we tell it? I've never told this before. Super Bowl 43. Ben Roethlisberger is doing an interview with the NFL Network, and we're told here at Channel 11 because we just carried the game, we got to get somebody on. You know, they have that rope around the players and their family. Nobody can get any interviews. I went over and I stood beside NFL Network behind about 14 security guards that were in a semicircle. Ben comes over. I said, Ben, we need you to go live. He said, let's do it. I said, well, we have to go across the field. And there were probably 500 reporters between one sideline and the other. He said, Albie, I'll do the interview, but I'm not going across the field. And I said, Ben, this is how it, exactly how it happened. I said, Ben, you're going to do the interview, and I'll lead you there. And I. Pulled him. I didn't pull him, but I <laughs> held him. I held him by the back of his shoulder pads. Holding's allowed of the Walked him across now. the field, and we had him live on
1: Channel 11. Wow. Uh,
0: Super Bowl 43. All those years ago. Was it 12 years ago
1: now? And we all thought Harrison had the most athletic performance <laughs> of the day. <laughs> someday I'll tell you this story of bringing the Vince Lombardi Trophy out <laughs> on a golf cart with
0: Art Rooney II. But that's another time when we've. I thought you were going to
2: talk about having beers with Max McGee for Super Bowl One. <laughs> That's another one. When we come back
0: around the horn on any topic, the final word is next. Welcome back. It's time for the final word. Everybody gets a chance on this one, and Dale Lawley, you're first.
3: David Woodley, Todd Blackledge, Kent Graham. These are some of the guys who quarterbacked the Steelers between the era of Terry Bradshaw and Ben Roethlisberger. And yet some people in Pittsburgh want to get rid of Roethlisberger simply because, oh, he costs a little bit of money. Here's the thing. It's not your money. The Steelers will will find a way to to, uh, figure out the cap situation that they're in. They'll start doing that this week with Roethlisberger. Don't try to kick your Hall of Fame quarterback out the door before he's done playing because you
2: don't know when you're going to get your next one. All right. Well said. Tim, final word. ESPN prior to the Super Bowl pumped out a list of all 32 teams and how they'll do next year, hyping up 2021 already. And they created six slots and put every team into one of six slots. Contenders on the cusp a year away and then two, three and then five years away. They put the Steelers in the one year away category. One year away from, from what? what? <laughs> the Super Bowl or the number one overall draft choice? Because they're not one year away from the Super Bowl. They're one year away from a rebuild after that Hall of Fame quarterback does leave
1: following this season. Day and final word. That'll be the Los Angeles Dodgers over the weekend signed Trevor Bauer to a contract that will pay him 40 plus million dollars that's more than the Pirates the Indians or the Orioles entire payrolls this has gotten to the McCoy from Pitt all
0: getting rings Antonio Brown of course gets a ring and the coaching side in addition to kingdom former Steelers organization members Bruce Arians Larry Foote Antoine Randall Byron Lefwich all get rings and don't forget Newcastle's Nick Rapone. That's the final word for tonight's final word. I'm Albie Oxenrider for Dan, Tim, and Dale. Thanks for staying up late with us. We'll see you next time.